The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. All right, question. I have a manager. How do I ease out of a manager, hire multiple people for the job? Easy peasy. How do they all communicate about what they've spoken to clients about? Easy peasy. Won't clients be annoyed speaking with different people when they want to schedule and have a complaint? Really good questions. I'll take them one at a time. Um, how do I ease out of a manager? Literally just start hiring other people. So you could, depending on how you feel about it, I like being real. So I'm just going to be super honest. And again, feel free to, Marie had a very similar situation where she had a manager and I think they had a pretty close personal relationship. So she felt it was even harder than usual. So if you have that, like, well, you don't understand. I love I, this lady. I'm like, yeah, I do have that. And that's what makes me feel so bad. And she's a single mom and she just had to put transmission in her vehicle. And so I feel a lot of empathy for her because I know she's not going to continue with, with my business if she doesn't have full-time work because she can't afford that. Which is super fine. So it is yeah. okay to recognize I wouldn't say the needs of your business have changed. The needs of the business have been the same, but you're starting to better understand the needs of your business yeah. and what the business has to offer and what she needs aren't a fit. And that's okay. And let me go the other way. If, if, and when she feels what your business has to offer her, even if you change nothing, wasn't a fit, it's not enough money. She needs more time with her kids. She would quit instantly with no, no bad feelings at all. Not because she's a bad person. Cause that's how this relationship works right? Like people quit. Maybe she'd be great and give you two weeks and probably not do a great job and leave after three or four. Who knows what would happen, but more likely it would just be done. So it's unreasonable for her to have that relationship with you and not be mad. I'm not judging her. That's an appropriate relationship. And she'd say, she's sorry. And she loves you. And she doesn't want to leave you in a lurch. And that would all be true, but she would still leave. And that would be that. So for you to go, I'm with you till the end of time, no matter what, but that's like me being married to my wife. And she's like, eh, you know, I date less than I used to, but you know, and I'm kind of in, as long as you don't annoy me, I'm around, but I want you to be completely faithful, take care of me when I get old and have, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, either we're married, we're married to one another or we're not, but I can't be married to you if you're not gonna be married back to me. So this lady's not married to you, but you're treating her like you were married to her. So right. yeah, you're dating. It's okay for her to go. I found someone better. I would like to go date him now. Like, Okie dokie. And it is okay for you to go the relationship we had before and what you didn't want kids. And that didn't bother me at the beginning, but now it does. And it's all fine. Right? So a, just give yourself permission. B only one of two possibilities with this woman. She's completely skillless and what you're doing for her is totally charity, which I don't think is fair to you, or she's earning the money and she has skills in which case those skills will have value on the open market and someone else will employ her and she'll do a great job. And it's not your job. <laughs> it's almost like she's a grown ass woman who can take care of herself. I'm guessing it's the latter, not the prior, but it even if it was the yeah. prior, what are you, you, you haven't adopted this woman, right? Like she's not a special needs person. She's got skills that are available in the marketplace and you're not like condemning her to death. Like you were fired from all working activity till you die. You can be like, hey, we're looking to go this direction. If there's any of these positions and go over the, you know, uh, the job descriptions or you that you think she'd be a fit, you can talk to her about it. If not, just go, we're going a different way. Let me help you transition. If you if you get a new job, let me know. Have them call me personally. I'd love to tell them what a great person you are. If you know anyone, maybe help, you know, you can help her kind of transition. Doesn't mean that you have to pay for her transmission or make sure she's, you know, she's a grown ass woman. Does that help? Yeah. So how 
So say answer in service. Okay, so you talk about an answer in service. Um, I have her having like the work phone or whatever, and she answers the phone and stuff like that. So how would I transition to having somebody else? You just forward it to the answering service. So how do they, how do they add? So say you would hire a call center, mm-hmm. right? How do they, do they just take messages and then you call them back? Or how does that work? Like, how do they, how do you, well, you get to do, set up the relationship that you want? So I would, and by the way, Claire went through this. She's like, I did it the exact wrong way. So if you want to hear how that works, I'm sure she's happy to, or probably not happy to tell you, but you maybe buy her a Canadian, you're both Canadian, you buy her a beer, whatever y'all do up there and she'll, she'll hook you up. Um, so you can have it however you want. The way I would do it is I see a call center is really just a distributor. So I'm going to take customer complaints and put them here, probably via email or Slack. I'm going to take sales calls and put them here, probably immediate. I'm going to take um, employee stuff and put it over here. So they're really just a distribution center for calls, right? I'm going to say this, you're just going to give them a bunch of if then logic. If this type of person calls, do this. If that type of person does, do this. And for the first week or two, they'll get a weird call that they didn't know what to do with. They're like, oh, okay, if that type of person calls, do that. And then three weeks in, they'll be completely trained and that'll be that. So it's really not that tricky. Okay. And then they just kind of like leave messages, like they put it into an email or Slack and then then a different person deals with it. We do Slack with everything and we're complete, as you know, we're completely virtual. So I personally would use Slack, but you could use text, you could use email, you could use Facebook Messenger, you could use Carrier Pigeon. I like Slack, but it really just goes to whatever you're comfortable, whatever works for your life. So what I'm worried about the answering service that like, say I would do a call center or whatever answering service, um, like, does it, does it, do the come, you know, the customers, whoever calls, does it not feel personal? Like, does it, I, I'm worried they're going to call in and be like, oh, it was just an answering service. They couldn't answer my question. Now I have to wait for somebody to call me back. Um, so, first of all, I'm guessing you get three of those calls per month. So let me just set some standards. First of all, very few companies even you can call anymore, right? So having a human being pick up is already, if you just look at like what to expect when you call any company, not including any company. Cleaning companies, like I expect the owner's cell phone, which isn't really the most professional thing that you want to project anyway. Or if it's quote unquote a real company, you're not expecting you to pick up any money. Our company, which I'm guessing is several, you know, we're millions of dollars of revenue. I don't even know what happens if you call our phone. No freaking idea. If any of you guys ever called us, like my best clients right here, no one's even tried to call. So anyone who raise your hand loud if you're pissed, you tried to call and no one got back to you. Oh, no one gives a shit. Who imagine that? Part of my language. So what are we doing here? Right? Like, maybe I don't, I can't, I can't perceive what a customer, but why don't you do it and then come back and be like, I've had 19 customers pissed off at the answering service. How do I fix it? I will help you fix that problem. Okay. I don't. So you're, yeah, you're kind of worried about like, I don't want to do an answering service because I'm worried about all these potential things that could go badly. Like, I guess, what if a meteor hit them right when they're on the phone? What if they got cancer? (laughs) Like, I don't know. There's a a thousand things. Why don't we just get an answering service? If, and when a problem comes up, let's talk, we'll, we'll, we'll source out of it. Okay. So then the scheduler. Okay. So, um, I feel like my manager spends a lot of time. Um, so she does everything. She's a salesperson, scheduler, client happiness person. She does so much that I feel like she can't do everything perfectly. Um, we're hiring five people to replace her. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And she's working more than 40 hours a week and she's like, that's okay. And I don't like that because I feel like that takes into her personal time and she's going to, you know, burn out and stuff like that. And so if, if you would have, 
a scheduler. So that scheduler needs to be able to talk to the clients, right? To be able to be like, you know, yes. you know, um, we have some elderly clients that um, only talk on the phone, right? So, um, and then we have some people who text and stuff like that. So well, how does hold, this- hold on, hold on, hold on. How many of you guys only talk on the phone with me? Nobody. <laughs> how many of you guys only come to my house and take, oh no, just 100% of you, communicate with me exactly. And I'm, this is a coaching program that's higher dollar than what you guys are doing. That's much higher. Like we, our relationship is much more intimate than I'm going to clean your home. So it is okay. If you have clients that are like, the only way we can work with you is if we call you on your cell phone. Well, we don't do that. Well, then we're not going to be your client. Okie dokie. Like, what are we doing here? So if you let clients, then you got to have a box and Facebook messenger and Slack and email and a cell phone. And, you know, maybe they should come to your office and maybe, maybe they should come to your house. Maybe they should just move in with you. Maybe you should just wait at their house for it. Like we could, we could go to nuts or you could just be like, here's the way that we handle communication. So then just get everybody to email. I guess that would be the easiest. Way I possible. like Slack a lot. Well, for my clients, I don't know about email or about, well, you guys are clients again, because we have a more intimate relationship. I'm willing to like train you on Slack and be like, guys, we use Slack. Come on, let's get on Slack. Everyone get on Slack. Right. I if don't I had, see my clients, you know, right. If Slack I had, anything, but, but I would probably go email and answering service, email, email and phone number and phone mail will go to the answering service. Okay. And here's the thing, guys, gals, especially residential, clean, there's no emergencies, like whatever they need, it'll be fine tomorrow. Like, what are we doing here? Like, oh my God, they did a shitty job. Well, if I call you back in two minutes or 72 minutes or 12 hours or God forbid, 43 hours, it'll be fine. We'll sort it out. Okay. So then, I'm sorry, I have lots of questions. Um, the salesperson, um, can the salesperson be the same as like, say the scheduler or do I have to have five different people? Can one person do two jobs? Well, you've got one person doing all the jobs. How is that? Oh, working? I know. Yeah. Well, it's a bit much. <laughs> right. So but. decentralization is the point. Well, You're like, how decentralized should I be? And I'm like, how much stress do you want? So if you just had two people doing these five people's jobs, if one quits, how big of a problem is that? Pretty half, half as big as the lady now, but three times bigger than it would be if you had five people. So what I really hear you saying is, I'm just afraid to hire all these people, but I think I am afraid. Yeah, I think this is going to so be just, a, um, just as, as stressful as the the price increases. Like I found that was really hard. I think this is my next big hurdle. Um, well, let me give you two. Th let me give you two hurdle. things. One, the good thing is about the price increases. That is a good thing about this. They're both non-recurring efforts. So if I told you how to do that price price increase thing every month forever <laughs> yeah, and you fought me, I'd be like, all right, I get it. I wouldn't want to do that either. Yeah. But if I say you got to do it once and now your company's healthy, you're like, all right, that's fair. Like I get it. Like I want to have a big, I got to do some stuff. Same thing with this hiring. If I said you got to do it every month, you got to hire a whole new staff of all these and train them. I could, I could see you go, why well, I don't want to do any of that. If I said, you don't have to do it once. And then every year, maybe replace one or two people over the span of a year. Be like, okay, that's fair. So let's put it there. Second, this is really a Suzanne problem. I will talk to you all through the tactics, but where you're really going is I am afraid this is going to blow up my face and I'm scared. So I'll do my best on that, but Suzanne can help you. Yeah. yeah. Real question. Let me just give you how I would look at it. And I think you've been, all right, I can do it. That's not so scary. So first of all, you're looking at this whole thing. And like, if you're like, I got to call hundred people for price increase would be terrible. Maybe, but you really don't right now. You just have to call Jessica. Well, what about the 90? Don't worry about it. Just call Jessica. 
Once Jessica's done, then you can worry about Marie. But don't worry about the rest. It's just Jessica. So you're looking at the whole 99 and freaking the heck out. If you just had to call Jessica today, you're like, all right, I can do that. So the scheduler is where I'd start. Okay. There are three or four people in this group that have schedulers that are not full-time that if you ask nicely, would probably give you their name and number. Um, easy peasy. If not, you literally just put a, a add on your exact hiring ad that you already have for cleaners. Just put it on Upwork and take out anything about cleaning and put in, you know, part-time scheduler, you know, part-time admin. You don't have to say scheduler. It's super easy. So don't worry about any other crap. Just hire a scheduler. And if, yeah. if that's all you gave yourself for the whole month, I think it'd be a very easy task. And of all the work that you're doing, I'll bet you scheduling is probably 25% of it. And of the headache and stress or her job, whoever's doing it, it's going to be a big one. So if you just had the schedule done, you'll feel a lot better. Answering service, slam dunk. You could literally get that done in a couple hours, just call two or three people. And again, every, you're in a group now that many of those have these people and you could use the same one. It's <laughs> like an answering service. It's a company. You can just literally use them. So just start with a scheduler because it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's the easiest hire, but it's the it's the lowest hanging fruit. You'll That'll take so much stress off of everybody when that's all, their only job. And again, if that's one fifth of their job, the scheduling is a huge pain in the ass. If that's their only job, it's not that big a deal. Real quick, Cleaning Nation, if you can think about how you found out about this podcast, maybe a tweet, a Facebook message, iTunes search, some sort of Instagram post, the only way we grow is word of mouth. We don't do paid ads. We don't run ads. You are it. The only ask I have is if you're getting value, share the love. However you found out about this, if it's a review or post, whatever it is, do that. Pay it forward so the next cleaning company owner can change their life as well. Back to the show. Okay, so um, question. Um, we, I have a worksheet for every house that we clean. Um, and the worksheets, they're mostly the same. Um, and we use it like the, the employee looks at the worksheet and even if it's a new employee to that that house, they know exactly what to clean. So it's our way of communicating to the employee what's clean and what's not. So would the scheduler still print that out and get it to the employees? Um, would I get the employees to print out their own worksheets? How would either that work? Either way is fine. So you're, you're making, and by the way, if you look in the chat, um, Caitlin's got a place. And Caitlin, yeah, the Caitlin. House Call Pro one is fine. They're just a little bit expensive and I don't, I don't, I think it's a side hustle for them. So I don't know that it's fine. Like if you're happy with them and it's not too expensive, but, and then, um, Marie uses a place that she likes, I think, um, Claire also uses them and actually, yeah. So again, that's part of the thing is like, you're like, I got to reinvent this whole wheel. I'm like, or you're in a group of people that already went through all the headache to figure it out. Maybe just ask them. So I would check with Marie and just use yeah. that one. But so I think you're making it much harder. You're trying to like think of all the possible problems that could happen. Stop yes. that. Just think. I think of all my the brain is going over overdrive. So yeah. So you're like, Mike, let me ask you about all the things that may happen. I'm like, stop it. Start doing it. And then when you run into something that does happen, I girlfriend, we got you. You know, okay. we don't ignore you. We will hold your hand. We'll do whatever you need. But it's you're as opposed to dealing with clear and present danger, which there's plenty of. You're trying to figure out unclear and potential future danger. And it's like, well, that's infinite. Like we could, you're like, well, how do I do the, you know, who who should print out the sheet? I don't know. Who do you think should pick either one? It doesn't matter. And I'll be like, and you'll be like, okay, that's it. So all the stuff you're afraid of, like what happens if clients get pissed? I don't know when, if, and when they get pissed, give me a call. We'll sort And I'm not trying to big time yet. I just want you to, it's more for your, but not me. I'll, you know, I'll coach, I'll coach I'll, <laughs> the cows come home. It's more, I just see you hurting yourself by like, let me worry about all this shit, Mike, and worry about it for me. And like, so the real coaching I give you, I'd stop worrying about all of that. 
right? Like I'm like, call Jessica. You're like, well, what about Vernetta? She's going to be pissed. Don't worry about it. Just call Jessica. What if Vernetta's pissed? When Vernetta calls and she's pissed, you call me, we'll sort it out. Because what'll happen is you'll call Jessica and she'll be fine. You'll call Vernetta and she wasn't pissed. Shocking. And then you'll call John, who you thought was going to be easy and he's going to come up with a curveball you never saw coming. Then you'll ask me that and we'll sort it out. So all the things you're thinking about will go wrong, probably won't. When you start doing stuff, things that you don't even know to think about will probably go wrong and then we'll help you there. So you're going to have to deal with the unexpected things that go wrong. No getting out of that. So let's not deal with like, you know, I think it was Thomas Jefferson of all the things that, you know, it's not the fear, but fear itself, like of all the things that went wrong, you know, the, the worry about them was way wrong, you know, two, this much percent of them went wrong, but we worried about the whole dang thing. So you're just going to beat the crap out of yourself, uh, Claire. Oh, geez, Cindy. Um, that's right. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> um, worrying about all this stuff before it even happens. So just know, hey, I've got people that love me and support me and that whatever problem I come up with, they got my back. Mike, Suzanne, whatever. Someone's going to help me. So I don't have to pre-worry about it. I can just worry about it then because I know someone's got my back. But don't pre-worry about it because you're going to kill yourself. Not kill yourself, but you're going to make your life miserable and there's no need for that. Okay, so how do I have that conversation with my um, my manager? Say I, I hire a scheduler next week. Um, how do I have that conversation with her that she doesn't feel freaked out that all of a sudden her job has disappeared? Well, first of all, I don't know that my goal would be to have a conversation so that she doesn't feel a certain way. I would, you can't control how other people feel. I would right. say, how can I have that conversation in a way that doesn't violate my core values? Um, yeah, Brunette is like a bug mic. It's like every day and they talk me down. Like, it's true. Uh, we love our yeah. we love ourselves. Some of you guys need a little help. Some of you guys need a lot of help. We don't track it. We just help you where you are. Um, so if ever we're like, hey, don't focus on this. I promise it's not us being lazy. It's like, this isn't good for you. I'm trying to help you. Um, so I, my goal would not be to have a conversation that made her feel a certain way because that's, I cannot, I don't know if I'll win in that, right? I right, right. have a conversation yeah. that is in line with my core values. So I would probably tell her in advance because one of her core values is be real. And yeah. I just give, blame me. I got this a-hole and paying a bunch of money on too broke to pay him and not listen. So here's what we're doing. Um, oh, I blame you all the time. She's like, why are we doing this? I'm like, it's Mike's fault. <laughs> Wait, are we married? <laughs> <laughs> all you married people get that. Um, the single people are like, did he just come on to Cindy? That seems inappropriate. Um, so I would just tell her, here's where we're going. And you can tell if it's a core values match, if they're like, oh, that's, and by the way, the reason I keep bringing up Marie, um, and I don't want to put words in her mouth, but from my understanding, she was had all these same fears and now the ladies at a better job that she enjoys more and i think marie and she are still friends so it's it's we have this assumption like oh she's going to get a worse job it's i'd say probably 70 percent chance she gets a better job right there's a very good chance she's like oh thank you this is the best thing that ever happened it's just that the middle part we tend to choose to feel it's messy what are we doing here so i would just tell her here's where we're going if she's good, she's like, that seems amazing. I love it. That'll be great. What part do you want me to play? Or maybe I should look, you know, and if she's like, oh my God, everything's like, well, Cindy, I got to be honest with you, girl. I'm a little disappointed. You don't know what's best for the business. And I love you and I want to help you. But, you know, I wish I could, this business doesn't exist for you or even for me. We've got a mission we're trying to do here. We want to help a lot of people and create freedom. And this is the best way. And I'd love you to, you know, here's where I see you fitting in or not. And if you don't fit in, we can still be friends. I'm not telling you you're a bad person or you can't work anywhere else. So you can't even call me on the weekends. Like I'm just saying, this is what we need. And it's totally okay. If you go, I don't want to do that. Then don't let's find you a job that you deserve a job that you love. And I deserve someone that can do what I need them to do. Like, it's okay. Again, same with breaking up with, how do I break up with someone in a way that makes mm -hmm. them feel good? I'm like, I don't know, but how no. do you break up with someone in a way that's respectful and kind and caring? Like, 
I'm not saying you're a bad human and should never date again and anything. I'm just saying, this is what I want. And I'm going to go this direction. And I want you to have all the beautiful things in the world that you want go in your direction. Like there doesn't have to be any judgment associated. Okay. So one of my fears, and maybe I need to talk to Suzanne about it is if she, you know, I take the scheduling away from her and say the answer miss, you know, service away from her, then she's just going to quit completely. Um, and then I'm stuck doing it all again until I find everybody. So two and so One, if you keep, if you don't change your pay, I, I think that's a pretty big win. So wait, I'm going to do less money. You're going to pay the same thing. I quit. Right. Possible, but it'd be odd. If that was the case, there's probably a problem before that, right? Hey, I'd like you to do less work for the same money. Screw you. I'm out of here. If that's, if that's how you feel like, okay. Didn't see that coming, but sure. Um, so they and, keep her pay, I guess, for a little while till we do the now, transition. And again, say she does quit. Again, talk to everyone else in the group. The the scheduling is really the big prob problem. Walk through the rest. Accountant, literally just have, she's not, is she doing your accounting or someone else doing it? No, she's not doing accounting she's right now. Um, right yeah, now hold, 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 hold on, hold on. We got it. We got to wrap it. So okay. if she's not doing accounting, don't worry about it. You need a scheduler. An answering service, you could literally, I would probably do that one first just because, okay. yeah. um, not because it's the lowest hanging fruit, but literally call specialty answering service, say, Marie apparently refers everybody to you. So give me a great deal and maybe they will. And that can be handled in like an hour. I mean, 10 yeah. minutes on the phone, 20 minutes, and then you have to train them, whatever, over the, you know, two hours over the next 40 days, you know, uh, 30 days or however long it takes to onboard. Done. So answering service is done. You've already got an account. So we're down to scheduler, customer happiness manager, and sales. Um, if you had, so if you hire a scheduler and then she, she, she quits, okay, now you're really down to salesperson and customer happiness manager. If you had no customer happiness manager for two or three weeks, you'll be fine. Right. It's right. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I could so do the sales. It's until we not find a big someone. deal. And sales is probably a great thing for you. So I, I really think what you're experiencing is it's again, you just, we keep coming to the same thing. I'm like, just do this. It'll be fine. You're like, I've got lots okay. of fears. What if these terrible things happen? And I'm like, just do this. It'll be fine. When something terrible happens, we'll walk you through it. I promise. But the good thing about having a system and process that's been done hundreds of times, I promise you, you're like, I have to think about all these things because I've never had someone to help me before. So if I don't think of it, no one will. And I'll get hit with that bat and I won't see it coming. I've walked hundreds of people through this process. You won't get it with that. Or if you do it, it'll be like, oh, I had to work, but it was not like, again, talk to Marie. And she'll, I'm sure she'll be like, when I had that conversation with the lady, it was a little scary and it was a little weird. And there was probably an, or Claire, everyone in here, no one's going to be like, yep, I did it like Mike said, and everything was perfect. And there was no wrinkles in anything and everything's great. What I'm guessing they'll say, and feel free to yell at me in the chat if I'm, if I lie, is yeah, there were some headaches, way less than I thought. I thought it was going to be a tectonic 10 of headache and it was a four or five. So there were some things and I was stressed out and I didn't like it. It was kind of a pain in the ass, but yeah, it's all set up and it's fine. And it all worked out fine. Like nothing, nothing shocking. Yeah. I think it's just my fear. Um, but yeah, no, the fact that you tell me like, you know, call service and then scheduler, like that gives me, um, now I know what to concentrate on. And yeah, if if she decides to quit and I don't have a salesperson and client happiness manager, that's something I can easily take over for a little bit until I hire someone. So I feel like, yeah, well, that's definitely helped. Perfect. Um, yeah, it really is fear, sister. And again, I'm not trying to downplay the fear because I know it feels really, really, it feels real, right? But having done this a bunch of times, I'm like, I promise you, we've just done this a bunch. And, you know, like Vernetta, which Vernetta is probably in that middle part where she's like, ah, I'm a little overwhelmed right now. And will it be one week of overwhelm or six weeks? Don't know. Have a, I'm, I have a feeling it'd be closer to one, depending how coach, you know, because we'll tell her exactly what to do. How does that do it? But four months from now, 
Again, I guarantee she and you will look back going, oh, that was like, yeah, like Marie, if you, I don't even think it was four months for her. If she looks back, she's like, yeah, it was a headache and now it's fine. So talk to other people, but I promise you. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. 80% of it's your fear. 20% of it's, yeah, that you might have to have some bumps and bruises and that's just how business goes. Yeah. yeah and Brunetta's cashing some checks going, all right, I'm doing a little more work, but at least I'm making money. Now, if I can, now I can do is keep the money and stop the work. I got a party. Like we're halfway there. No, I agree. Cause I feel like I'm paying her more per month than I'm actually paying myself. And so, um, like that's not okay. I don't like that. So when the other crazy thing is they look like they're so busy and doing all this sort of stuff and then they quit and you fire them and you start doing it and you're like, I'm doing this in like 12 hours a week. You saw yes. that you were taking 50 grand. Well, yeah. Like and I feel like it takes her to do things. Like it just takes forever. And it's like, why is this taking so long? Because she knows, she knows you're afraid to fire her and she can do whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. And if she could do it in 10 hours, like you can, she'd make more money like you do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's my, I'm going to end with Adon. Adon just, he's a better coach than I am. Marie, just fire the lady for God's sakes. She said, Marie, but I'm assuming he's Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the other thing, by the way, uh, Vernetta saying this, I went through it with Spencer. Some of you guys know him. He, so funny. He's been with me for years and he had a manager and he was doing so well, making so much money. And I'd always said, um, you know, let him go, but, uh, he didn't, when she left, he, he found out just how bad it was. Like there was a complete cancer and he didn't know it because she was kind of handling everything. And so you'd be shocked when she leaves, you'd be like, oh my gosh, I feel so much healthier. Like a lot of stuff wasn't getting done or there's a culture problem or blah, 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 blah. And then when you distribute it out to five different people, it just, I promise you, it's, it's way better. You're, and okay. this isn't a six month process. This should be two or three months. Tops, 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 tops. Okay. One to three okay. months. Really. I'll start okay. working on it today. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me. But like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me in the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can, as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.